This week's episode of the Firmware Update is brought to you by Audible. By going to audibletrial.com slash firmware update, our listeners can get both a free audiobook and a 30-day trial. There are over 180,000 books available to choose from, such as Console Wars by Blake Harris, which is a fascinating chronicle of the 16-bit console war between Sega and Nintendo. Or, if you're more of a Nintendo buff in general, Super Mario by Jeff Ryan. If neither of those tickles your fancy, like I said, 180,000 books to choose from, and they're all available to listen to on your iOS, Android, or Kindle device. Once again, to start your 30-day free trial and to download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash update. That's audibletrial.com slash update and get your free audiobook on us. back with uh quite frankly will be one of the quickest reviews we do probably the quickest conference review out of, <laughs> out of the six and uh, you know what i thought they did it. they were better for it uh, this was actually this is easily in my top three as far as conferences this year go oh really yeah like i thought it was quick i thought it was precise they were it was very much this is what we got boom 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 they gave release dates like I actually and I I actually enjoyed the theme that they went with, which we'll talk about in a second. So this is something I wouldn't mind the other companies, and when I say other companies, I mean EA and Ubisoft. I hope they decide to follow. Like at the very least, out of the non-big three, this was my favorite. Hmm. Okay. Really, I'm very curious to see. Well, <laughs> I, I know which one you're talking about, so we'll 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 talk about that one later. But anyway. Uh, so the theme this year, they decided to go with uh, presenting Bethesda, which is the conference we're talking about, uh, was uh, to present it as an amusement park, mm-hmm. which is a good, interesting, good way of putting games from a company, at least like in a good company where you get like something different with every game, so to speak. Uh, this, by the way, this, uh, this whole thing was like less than 40 minutes, easily the quickest or one of the quickest conferences we had this year. Yeah, the second quickest. Uh, so we go right into it. As surprisingly, the discussion is VR. So right off the <laughs> bat, I didn't know Doom 2, but we got Doom. Well, I guess it depends on what the story of, of this is, but Doom VFR is announced. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you use your imagination for what the F stands for. <laughs> or as you know, it's a first, it's a virtual reality Doom. Yeah, I mean, you move. You move around by, like, uh, basically with a pointer, and you just, like, click, and you move over to that spot, and you shoot with the other gun, and uh, it's Doom first person in uh, first person. What do you think, Joe? Well, I mean, Doom is always in first well, person, uh, yeah, sir. I mean, for, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. With the, For a game like Doom, I don't know if VR is necessarily the, the, the way to play that, because I feel like you can do a lot less strafing in uh, in vr than you would in a regular doom game and that's a big big part of the playing of doom is being able to move as quickly and freely as you can while you fucking blast everything to smithereens um so while it's 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 a novel idea i'm not sure it's the optimal way to play doom yeah so it'll be interesting like obviously they can't go full tilt like they were doing with the the doom they just released they they may have to like dumb it down just a little bit which you know uh, this is the beginning stages of VR, folks. We're essentially in the NES stage 
of VR <laughs> right now. So, like, right now we're learning how things work. But I think, like, in a few <laughs> years, like, it's going to be night and day. It'll be interesting when we get to the virtual boy phase of <laughs> VR. <laughs> uh, it'll be rough uh, playing uh, virtual reality in the car when we get to the Game Boy stage, especially at night. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we realize how deep Bethesda is going with virtual reality as we go from Doom to Fallout VR, where yeah. they promise a whole open world to explore. And they show off a quick little trailer, and it sure is Fallout VR. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this will. I mean, unlike Doom, uh, which will, which is a weird little offshoot, uh, this is you know a full Fallout 4 game in VR, um, and that'll be coming in October, I believe. So pretty soon. I mean, and it's got like all aspects of it, like from you designing your room to you taking on a three-story robot in, in a fight. So. It looks interesting. Like, these could be, like, sleeper hits, depending on how well they do. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know if they were, if they said later, um, but is are these coming? These are coming to PlayStation VR as well, right? Both of them? I imagine so. Like, they showed uh, off... Uh, I know Doom is, I think, but I'm wondering if, if Fallout also like, is. Yeah, like, I know they showed off the Vive when the HTC Vive when they right. just before they shut it off, but I can't imagine these not coming to PlayStation, especially mm. since one, you know, if like, we'll talk about it later when like, when one of the other big IPs they have is coming to PlayStation, it would be silly not to include them too, but we'll, we'll see. There's no official word. Right. They then talk about the Creation Club, where essentially players can make content, mods, <laughs> mechanics for other Bethesda game. You can download it there and then use it in the normal game. Uh, mm, like not great. Really? <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, this is something you have to pay for to even get into. Um, is it? Okay. And, you know, yeah, the nature of mods on PC for a very long time is, you know, people go out of the way to make, you know, content for these games uh, and, you know, and share them publicly and freely. Um, but here to put a, a paywall behind it and, and who knows if, you know, people making stuff will get paid for the stuff that they make. Um, it seems messy. Um, and you know, paid mods for, for, uh, I, this is even the first time that they've kind of done a paid mods type thing. Um, uh, and that didn't work very well. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Skyrim, they, they, they had a system where they're like, yeah, paid mods. And then they shut the whole thing down. It's like, well, what about. <laughs> the mods I paid for. It's like, well, those are gone too. Why? <laughs> so, um, yeah, this this only serves for now. It only serves to kind of bring up bad memories for for people. All right. Well, we go on. I, I liked it just for the simple fact that it was like a community thing. But I did not know about the paywall there. So yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a great enough <laughs> to say the least. All right. From there, we talk about Elder Scrolls Legends, a card game. Which is <laughs> finally a free-to-play card game from your favorite fantasy franchise. <laughs> Which we find out is coming to iPhone and Android next month. So there you go. Yeah, if <laughs> yeah, it seems that every you know block AAA uh, fantasy game has a free-to-play card game now. Uh, you know, obviously Hearthstone is is the big one, but then you know, uh, you know, Witcher has Gwent coming out soon. Now you've got this. Um, Fable on the Xbox side has Fable, I forget what it's called. Uh, that's going to be a free-to-play card game. Um, so, yeah. some People get tired of these games eventually, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. uh, then we talk about Skyrim for Switch. 
<laughs> well, we find out that Amiibo support is confirmed as <laughs> Zelda Amiibos, which are like the Amiibo to get, apparently. Uh, you can get, uh, you can dress up as Link, you can get the Master Sword, you can even get Epona. Epona, yeah. or whatever. Also, they want you to use motion controls, which, F that. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it would be very tiring. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, Skyrim was a great game. Six years old now, but <laughs> so I don't know how many times you can sell Skyrim to people at this point. But um, there are more, there are more Skyrim announcements uh, throughout E3 uh, at different conferences. So um, yeah, Skyrim. That's more of that. <laughs> so yeah. So then we got a. What was a surprise for me, but a new Dishonored game. As I write down, I wish Tyler was here because neither me nor Joe are huge into Dishonored. No, we're not. But they announced, uh, uh, it feels like a new game, Death of the Outsider. It is a $30 kind of like standalone expansion. Um, you can play it separately without having to have Dishonored 2. Um, but it is it is an offshoot of Dishonored 2, though, I believe. So, But for 30 bucks, it's like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, why not? You can buy it at retail and everything. From there, we talk some a bit about Quake Esports, as uh, there's a chance they may get that Joe vote, as they announce BJ Blazkowicz is now playable in Quake. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not good at Quake at all. <laughs> no, not either. No. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah, those those uh, arena shooters from back in the day, I just get my ass totally kicked. Uh, like I had some fun with Unreal Tournament back in the day, but got my ass handed to me whenever I tried to play, you know, actual people. So then from there we go to, they, they thank us for coming to Bethesda land. And then they say, Hey, you may have noticed that there are two areas that are closed off. Well, why don't we give you a sneak peek of what rides are coming? (laughs) So we start off with me getting the one and only point I'm going to get from this conference <laughs> as they announce Evil Within 2. And this time with a budget, I write down, because <laughs> they have, like, <laughs> the most Hideo Kojima trailer I've ever seen in my life. But it was really good and uh, really made it interesting. It sounds like you're playing the same character. However, it turns out your daughter that you thought died is actually alive. And Whoa! You, and you head into that dream world to try to rescue her. It's now Evil Within. The first one was actually a surprisingly good game. Like it just felt like another game, but people playing it like, "Oh, this is actually a really good horror game right here." And it has probably the most envied horror game release date in the history of ever. <laughs> October Friday the thirteenth, <laughs> two thousand seventeen. So pretty at, good. Yeah. At, if you're into horror, that that's your jam this October, which once again, October is turning into a really full, full uh, month more in just literally a minute. But, you know, Joe, I'm really, I, I'm a little saddened. I was really thinking I'd have, I'd be able to get NBA 2K this year, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking A. Now, folks, if you want to hear what Joe sounds like when he's happy, that'll bring us to the next and final game that they talk about. As, you know, I, I won't beat around the bush. Let's get right to it. We knew it was coming, but Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Coming, oh, baby. Coming October 27th. <laughs> God damn it. 2017. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> and not only does it have all the awesome uh, action in the first game, but it also looks pretty fucking hysterical. Like... <laughs> Like, I, I don't know if this humor was in that first game or that last game, I should say, 
but the ending the ending of a pregnant woman stabbing a Nazi while a guy who is high on acid grabbed a uh, gecko. Cartoon, yeah, car- a cartoon lizard. <laughs> oh, that's going to stay with me for a while. <laughs> Man, this game looks fucking incredible. I, I, I'm such a stand for the first one, for the, or, you know, it's weird. They call this Wolfenstein 2, right? Uh, officially, the title is Wolfenstein yeah. 2, the new Colossus. Uh, even though it's the fourth game, um, you know, the, even the games that came immediately before the new order, uh, those are still part of this game's continuity. Um, like the, like Wolfenstein, like, like the games that came out from Activision, that Activision published from like Raven Software, uh, like those games count. (laughs) So it's weird to call this game Wolfenstein 2, uh, when these characters appeared, uh, in those games as well. So just, just a little, just a little nitpick there. But either way, uh, what actually matters is that this game looks fucking great. Uh, visually incredible. The, the, the the action looks is, is, is just fucking boss the wall nonstop as as the original or as the past one. God damn it. <laughs> um and you know the characters and, and the story, um, all of it, it all seems this it just seems great. Like I'm I'm super jazzed for this game. This looks like it could be a real potential sleeper hit here. And uh like I said, uh, in case you were wondering if there would be if that this was the end to the really high awesome games that could potentially be game of the year I feel like this was an emphatic, nope, there's going to be some more games coming. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the game looks amazingly hysterical. I'm very interested in playing it. Uh, I'm also very interested uh, to try out Evil Within 2, which I feel like now that Bethesda realized, okay, this is a good franchise, let's give it a push, could also be a potential sleeper hit too. So uh, Bethesda, I thought, overall did a fantastic job. And uh, the fact that they have two really, really awesome games. Like, the only thing I could really fault them is it really wise to have both these games come out the same month. Yeah, that's really weird, too, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, to come with two games within two weeks of each other, (laughs) not just in the same month, but just two weeks apart, kind of feels like, you know, EA releasing fucking Titanfall and Battlefield (laughs) at the same time, (laughs) basically, last year. Um, But... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully um, both these games are able to find their audience, uh, respectively. Um, but yeah, Wolfenstein specifically, I, I yeah, that 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 game is like aside from some other mammoth games that that we saw at, at these shows, um, that is definitely one of the games I'm, I'm definitely most looking forward to this year. I would, Hot damn! Yeah, I, if I was planning it, just because it's Halloween and uh, Friday the Thirteenth is a great. It's freaking incredible that they got that date, but October 13th, keep that for Evil Within, and I would dare even say Wolfenstein maybe even release it January 1st or something like that and start 2018 with a bang. Oh! (laughs) Damn it. But yeah, you have it the same month as you're going to get another title that we'll talk about later. Oh, but man, yeah, Wolfenstein, man, that game... Ah, that game was just so good. I know you have the original one, Malcolm. You have to just go back in there and play that. Yeah, I'm thinking of downloading it and getting that done. So get that and get Life is Strange. Those are two games that I feel you should finish before the next ones come. Now, Joe, I like this conference, but it sounds like you weren't too high on it. Um, no, not. I mean, obviously, Wolfenstein and Evil Within two both are 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 the high points, I think. Um, but without without something as 
Like, I was really hoping that they would just go ahead and reveal a new Elder Scrolls already, like a new proper Elder Scrolls, you know, 6. Um, because as good as Skyrim is, I mean, we're looking at, like, a hundred like different versions of that game. Um, between, I mean, they at a different conference, they're going to reveal a different version of that on top of, you know, the Switch version. And then they just released a special edition on PS4 and PS and Xbox One. And then there's the original version of that game. Uh, it's like... Man, how many times can they sell this fucking game to people? Um, yeah, I mean, and then on top of that, you know, the paid mods just is not a, I just don't think that's a good move at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I was hoping. For, yeah, I mean, I got what I wanted with, you know, the Wolfenstein. But but ultimately, I felt uh, it felt a little flat otherwise for me. Yeah, I guess we'll just agree to disagree. But at the same time, you like up until this point with like E3, like, uh, that was like, I, I, this was the best I felt leaving a conference. Keep in mind the, up until this point, all we've had is EA and that <laughs> Microsoft conference. Yeah. So this was like the num- believe it or not, Bethesda had the best conference, at least for a little while. <laughs> the low bar. Uh, <laughs> um, I did get two points out of this though, predicting both evil within and Wolfenstein. You picked it. You- okay. What did I pick then? God damn. Because I, I had Evil Within as well. You must have took that one. Then then, uh, I, then I guess you, because I can't remember what, what my other one was. So I guess uh, I didn't get anything this time around. <laughs> so that leaves me at seven. What what are you at now? Well, I don't know how you want to count the, Microsoft, the points for Microsoft because it felt kind of, uh, kind of scattershot there in terms of what I got right and wrong. Uh, let's see. I believe you, we were going with all or nothing mm. for these predictions. I think that was like your your words, actually, when we were doing the predictions. All right. Well, well then I'll give myself a point for Xbox One S bundles being reduced, even if it's just temporary. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> so three points three total points. for me so far. <laughs> we'll see, because I can tell you right now, uh, I was lucky to get any on some of these. <laughs> All right. Folks, that does it for this episode of the Firmware Update as we take looked at E3. We thank you so much for joining us. If you liked what you heard, you can find us on all your favorite apps, apps for podcasts, for instance, on your Apple device. Just go to the podcast app, and there we are. Hit the subscribe button, and we come at you every time we have a new episode. And on top of that, if you give us a five-star review with a written piece of business, we appreciate it. If you're on an Android device, don't worry. We're on such apps as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast, and we'll be coming out on more stuff in the future. Uh, if you'd rather just download us straight up, head to our website, thefirmup.com, where you not only get articles written by Joe, but you also get every episode as they come out with a direct-to-download link. On top of that, you can follow us on Twitter, at PSMountForMe, at once 23 for Joe. And if you follow the show, at the Firm Up, you can find every single episode as they come, as well as all the latest news and whatnot from various sources, so we always keep you up to date on what's going on in the industry. And if you want to write into the show about anything, including a chance to be on our mailbag episodes, just mail to mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's mailbag at thefirmup.com. And if you want to take advantage about with that Audible deal we're offering, just go to audibletrial.com slash firmware update. Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? No, sir. All righty, folks. Thank you for sticking with us. 
We will see you next time. Adios.